I met Sandy at the Troubadour and she was going out with Joe Boyd. Um, this, he was devastatingly handsome American who dated all singers. You know, I just heard her sing and was mesmerized. She was just an incredible singer and an incredible person. She was very funny. Uh, she liked to drink and do all sorts of terrible things. Um, I think she and uh, Frank Sinatra are my favorite phrases. She phrased so well. She'd take breaths where you didn't expect. And she was just always, she phrased the song beautifully. And she had an angelic sound. You know, she'd smoke 50 fags and then go on stage and had this angelic sound, but she was very young. So she, she'd get away with that. Look out, the lever! Get away from that lever! You'll blow us all to atoms! All right, welcome everyone. This is That Record Got Me High. I'm your host, Rob Elba, and I am here in South Beach. I'm at beautiful Dan Hosker Studios in South Beach, the home of you know him, you love him. My guest tonight, Mr. Rat Bastard, Frank Rat Bastard Falester. Welcome to the show, Rat. Hey, how's it, how's it going? All right, you know, Rat. I was, like I was, I said, I was just driving in traffic for... Uh, so, Rat, I was, I was doing a little homework. Is the International Noise Conference, is it 18... I was thinking 18 years... Is it uh, yeah, years it's, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, because it would be. Uh, uh, yeah, we're an even number. Yeah, yeah it'd be eighteen, 18 years running uh, international noise conference. Two thousand four to twenty two. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's a producer, performer. He's a Knight Foundation Award recipient. I know because I was there the night they gave him the award. We still couldn't believe it. Uh, we were, uh, uh, you know, it was unbelievable that someone a foundation was giving that money for whatever it is he does. Uh, you may know his band Scraping Teeth. They were designated the worst band in America by Spin Magazine in 1992. And what's the most important thing, Rat? You have a rock opera written about you. Yeah. <laughs> the Rat Opera I've written all about him. It's been performed several times. Oh, what future will this poor boy have? He's asleep with those headphones on again. What kind of noises does he seek? What if the voices start to speak? What will we call him if he blows? What knows? It's the sound of a beating head. Kind of a big deal. Um, you were just recently uh, very sad this past weekend. You were clearing out uh, Tom Smith's stuff. Yeah, right? I drove up to uh, Adel, Georgia, and uh, the actual the storage unit was basically in, in Moultrie, Georgia, which is like twenty minutes uh, west of Adel. Moultrie, and, uh, Georgia. I've never yeah. even heard of that. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's actually you know it's a major area. Is uh, it? Yeah, it's just, it's north of uh, Thomasville, which where. Oh, okay. Um, where Will's from? Will's from Thomasville, yeah. Georgia. Yeah, Will Trev. And then you go a little bit further, and you're in Tallahassee. So, so you nice. had a yeah, Tom. As we know, our good friend Tom Smith passed uh, suddenly. Rat was clearing out his storage thing. Rat, I had to think 
somewhere, if there is an afterlife, Thomas was somewhere laughing to him, chortling to himself that you had to haul all his goddamn stuff. Well, out of it there, was right? that, yeah, it was all his stuff. And he, he's pretty organized. I mean, he actually always been organized, so yeah. he had everything like marked what it was. So. Oh, okay, okay. And it was like it was like fifteen boxes. It was mostly like dats, a dats. We did a lot of recordings. Uh, back in the 90s and we just had piles of like ADATs and DATs uh, then we had like some we had some CDs uh, overstocks you know right stuff. so is this uh, to live mostly to live and shave in LA but some other stuff too yeah it was mostly to live and shave in LA that's why he, he had told me he goes you need to go to, I go what you ain't going anywhere dude and then yeah next thing I know you know, right. you know I'm driving to ADAT Alright, so Rat, so knowing the what you're known for and the kind of the kind of music or you know, some some call it music, some don't even call it music that you do, uh, the person you wanted to talk about, I said, Oh Rat, you gotta come back on the show and you said right away, who who are we gonna talk about tonight, Rat? We're gonna talk about a uh, I think is a great songwriter and musician. She's like two two different worlds and so she can she really can play piano and guitar. And I, mean, I, I think she's sort of a kind of a producer too. She's you know, but uh, she she learned she worked with one of the best producers, uh, Joe Boyd. Uh, so she worked three albums with him uh, with the uh, Fairport Convention, and uh, uh, so in one year, in 1969, they did three albums. And she, she she dribbled into the first one like one song. By the third one, she was like taking over the whole. Right, uh, the whole, yeah. It's your All right, so uh, you haven't said her name. Stuff. What's her name, right? I said Sandy Denny. No, I thought, you did not. Is that the name of the show? Is but it, that's, uh, you know? that's I mean, true. People know already. Here. That's Jesus true. They'll Christ, know already. Man. You're talking about Sandy Denny. <laughs> and Rat decided instead of just picking a record, you're going to do just kind of map out her career. Right. Well, we're going to map out, not necessarily her career. Well, but she, we're, we're gonna, she, had a short, yeah. she had a short career yeah, we're gonna, because yeah. she died in uh, 78. Yeah. Uh, I saw 1978 at the age of 31. Due to you know, health but, she, issues, but, she, but it wasn't that sure. She had she she, she went over like you know, almost ten years, uh, eleven years of, of of that intensity. Back then, it was pretty pretty hard to last eleven years in the music business. Back right. Then. She she's probably one of the few that lasted that long. That was you know actually in the game making records for 10, 11 years straight of these type of records. I don't think anybody else really was in that game. I mean, maybe a few, but. She was, and she was getting better and better as she was. Uh, her last record was like probably her best. It is, it you know, is it's really like good. Insane, and, and, you know? right, so gonna, she got better and better as she went. Okay, so I'm going to be honest right from the start. When you said Sandy Denny, I didn't know who she was. I, I, I didn't know. But even for people who don't know, you do know her because she was on Led Zeppelin Four, the Battle right. of Evermore. She's the only person to ever guest sing on a Led Zeppelin record. Only right? female ever to guest sing on. Yeah, she's singing with Robert Plant on the Battle of Evermore, so you know her voice. The queen of light took her bow, and then she turned to go. The prince of peace embraced the gloom. I walked the night Like an amazing voice, right? Now, let's talk about the voice. Okay. 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 So we, go ahead. We, because the one thing that she she does that that impressed me. That's, uh, 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 there's a, the third part was the singer. She's an amazing singer. 
She was so far ahead of her time. She didn't do any of all that that vibrato shit. She didn't over overuse that. She used it at some points, but she sang a lot straight voice. And then she and there were some points where she would on certain words she would use the vibrato. She would bring it in, or like smartly. She would not overuse it. Like these singers today, they go they overuse the vibrato. <laughs> well, it's the, terrible. Yeah, that's the it's thing garbage. I know. I, I noticed yeah. that she has kind of a combination. Of a low volume, yeah. but also an intensity. There's right. an intensity she, she did, that, that at the right time glued. It keeps you glued she, to everything. She brings she's it at the right time, yes. at the right word, and very she sings tasteful, it right. Uh, dynamics know? like very yeah. big using dynamics. So she doesn't over. She never oversings. No, she sings to this to the to the words and to the to the music. She 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 glues them perfectly with her voice. She doesn't overdo anything. She does it strategically, like easy. She right. makes it easy. Well, it might have been a lot of work to do all that. Or it might have been a piece of cake for her to do that. We don't know, but yeah, I, way, I was wondering. I was wondering that because it seems like she's it pretty comes consist- so easy she's to pretty it. consistent. So it right. sounds like it might be really easy for the door. She had a format that she worked with. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to ask you, I was figuring out you'd be a teenager, like a teenage kid, when a Fairport convention's out. Were you a fan right away? Like, no. When did you become? A, I thought they were just. I thought they were just like another like hippie band, hippie right? band Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I, I you know I they did jam during a jam band, you know. But again, she only did like one song on the or on the first album, and maybe one or two on the second. It wasn't to the third album, but that was like, hey. I'm done with this stuff. It was like they. It was like maybe she's taking over the band, and you know, and then Boyd left, so she left. So she only lasted one year recording, but they did three albums. Oh, okay. You know? So, but they did a lot of covers too. Right, and this is the same time as Richard Thompson was the guitar player, right? Right. So yeah, and a great guitar player. So yeah, but I never, I didn't know anything from uh, Fairport Convention when I was yeah, younger. Yeah, and she, she kind of did those, those songs. They just did her songs, but she already had them done uh, before. Like a lot of times they've already been around, you know. Right. And then she, she, her on the sec, on the first album, she did a uh, uh, Fathering Ray, Fathering A. She uh, named her band, her, her first band after she left Fairport, that name. So those guys... Fathering Gay, right, which yeah. was confusing to me. I was so confused because uh, Fairport Convention had an album called Fathering Gay, and then she formed a band called Fathering right, right, Gay. Right, right, yeah. Right, yeah. And there's a song called Fathering Gay. Yeah, that's Gay. her song. She, she wrote that. So. <laughs> right. All right, so that's the yeah. one other thing I want to mention. That's in the first album. Right. Yeah. All right, so her voice is so beautiful that it's easy to overlook what a great songwriter she is, too, because yeah. these what we're going to yeah. listen to now are all her songs. And very sophisticated songwriter because I'm listening to the chords she comes up with, the chord changes and the melodies, and they're very different and, and unique. And, and they did a lot of Bob Dylan covers, you know. Oh, really? Then. Yes. Okay. On the second album, they did like two Bob Dylan covers and uh, uh, three, uh, sorry, three. And uh, uh, Thompson wrote one and she wrote Autopsy on that. Another one song. That's why the third album, it looked like she was taking over the band. So... Somebody said, hey, jump out, make your own band, and bring those guys under your, if you, way you make the money. You right. know, back then, there was a lot of, you know, she might have been around with people that knew, knew how to do the game, you know? Uh, hey, you wanna, you're going to make more money. Let them play for you instead of right. you play for them. Yeah, well, I'm because sure. You, you outwrote all those guys on, the, on this latest album. You need to get your own band. Right, you know? right. of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they don't explain that anywhere, but I'm sure those conversations went down. Just 
you're see, probably right. She she started taking over the band by that third record. All right, so let's start listening to first the one song that a lot of people might know. Who knows where the time goes? Uh, the the version where there's a bunch of versions of it because aside from her doing a bunch of versions of it, it was it's been covered by Judy Collins, Nina Simone, Ten Thousand Maniacs, and a Cat Power who lives right near here, right? A couple blocks away. <laughs> a couple blocks away covered it. So people might know the song, but we're gonna listen to the Straubs version, right? Yes, the Straubs. That was recorded in '67, That's the first recording you're gonna, you're gonna hear. Now the Straubs, you know, Rat. I remember when I was young. And it was I, wait, it wasn't released in '73. Oh right, right. It was recorded with the Straub, but it wasn't actually. And then when she started kicking in in '72, '73 with these albums, like, hey, hey, you got her on one of your albums, right? Man. Right. And Dude, Judy Collins tape, had already got a hit with you it. You need to I put think. that out. Yeah. So yeah, they, yeah, you know, exactly. so Straub's like, yeah, let's just put it out. You know? But I used to see <laughs> when uh, Rat, when I used to go to record store, I used to see Straub's records, and I was tempted to buy it because I always thought I, it looked cool they, and the yeah, name was cool. But I got them. I never yeah, got them. I got them. Yeah. I got some of them. Yeah. I, got, I got like I would have been disappointed. I've only been probably, like right? two. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're all right. They're, yeah. all they're right. not that good. But <laughs> but uh, you know, this one I never saw this one. Okay, all right. It, it was weird. Let's this one was so unique. Yeah, and it, is, because it, they when they released it, it says Sandy Denny and, and the, the Straubs. All right, yeah, let's listen different. to it. Who knows where the time goes. purple sky All the birds are leaving But how can they know It's time for them to go Before the winter fire I will still be dreaming I have no thought of time Who knows where the time goes Who knows where the time goes Oh, there, it's beautiful, but it's not something I would think, oh, Rat's going to love this. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I like uh, Nick Drake. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You so know? You're right. And then when I see a band doing Dylan covers, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, it's like, that's a, that right there is like, oh, I don't know. And then they, they just throw this one little girl in there, and you, you, you don't catch that. That that song, luckily, it's usually first on the album. So oh right, okay. You catch it, but after that, just, just put the album away, you know. Right. So did you first hear? Because it was later. It was on the second Fairport album on on Half Breaking in 1969. Right. But like you said, this one didn't come out in '73. So yeah, is this the first version you heard? Do you think maybe? I don't know. You don't. I don't know. remember. I, I mean, that was '67. I could have been. You know, they could have played on the radio, and you know, right. Yeah, because I, I was wondering that, because I hear... I mean, obviously, she was probably bigger in uh, Great Britain. I'm sure more people yeah, in England she, yeah, know her she, than yeah, here, right? Yeah, for sure. Because I was she reading, was, and people say, oh, she was like one of the greatest female singers yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, from she Great Britain was, ever. She was huge, you know, yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah, you know, but, you know, a lot of people didn't like, you know, the way she was, you know, operating. Yeah, well, she had a trouble. She had a... a I don't know. You know, I was going to ask you this, Rattu. Do you think we're we're drawn to people that just have... Well, I think she was... That a, fucked up? I, well, I think she was another, like, Jerry Clotter, you know, basically. You know, like, she was... 
had she had she had it in for herself. Oh, and okay. She's going to take no everybody. No one's going to know her. that reference except well, South Florida well, people. Well, that's all right, but right. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's still a reference. You know, uh, it is, it is. But yeah, just like sort of trap. But I don't know. Do you think that helps people make like great art and everything? The fact that well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if they say you know, just I might not be alive after this album. You know, right? You know, <laughs> they, you know they, that's probably what motivates them to do good music I and know. it works until oops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So this, uh, you'd mentioned autopsy, the song autopsy. So we're going to play that, which is right yeah, away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right away. She's already, you know, yeah. in the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So this is, mm-hmm. uh, this is Fairport Convention from On Half Bricking, which I said, 1969. Yeah. The but middle, the middle. It's, it's a pretty ballsy song, like calling a song autopsy. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> this is, and uh, just the first words, you must philosophize, but why must you bore me to tears? So that's how she opens up the song. So yeah, let's listen to a little bit of Autopsy. Right there, you have like a time signature change. This song doesn't have two time signature changes; it has three time signature changes. Right, so yep. that's like that's that's kind of like yeah. I said, the fact that she's got such a pretty voice. Sometimes you might not realize that. Oh man, she's writing sophisticated, really sophisticated songs. Right, it goes from five four to four four to six six. I guess. Right. No, six eight, six eight. The last uh, thing. So now, 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 it starts to hearing her style. I mean. There's a good, there is some type of rela- there's some type of link here between her and 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 uh, Nick Drake for sure because they had the same producer. Oh, okay, okay. So there's a major link here. I don't know what it is yet. Right. I'm trying to figure it out. You know? <laughs> I, I did, well, I have a book called White Bicycles, and it might explain it in there. And I haven't really read that. Read that uh, remember reading that chapter? Or that, right. But, but I'm going to go back into that book. They may mention her relationship to what you know. Because he, he 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 mentions all the relationships between groups, you know, between Pink Floyd and Nick Drake and all that. Right. Well, there's she's in there somewhere. Right. So I got to find out where she she is. I mean, they might be talking about Fairport Convention and and met her, you know. But who knows, you know? I, there's a, but you listen to the style now of her singing. It, it's starting to get close. They're very close. Now, it could be Joe Boyd's produ- production. He might be directing them to do things like that. I don't oh, okay. know. Well, we don't know who is one of the three 
it's causing this style, you know. And you also have, uh, we mentioned Richard Thompson playing guitar on this lead guitar. Great. Oh, that guy's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's he's so, way, yeah, so he's good. good. Like, amazing. Guy. That's why they, they had 25 records and no one bought them, you know, because it's so good and they just keep, right. on, they keep making them. You know? So, yeah, so her lyrics are pretty, they're very poetic, very dense. I don't know. It's hard for me to make much of them. Uh, you're red around the eyes. You tell me things no one else hears. You spend all your time crying. Crying the hours into years. She sings a lot about time, about time passing and stuff, and she sings a lot about the sea, the ocean, and yeah. the sea. So, uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, trying to drown herself in, you I know, know in, yeah, in Jameson well, or something. Exactly. Yeah, she was a she was a hard drinker, <laughs> and that was. Uh, I I was reading like some stories about her. Yeah, it was kind of nutty. Like they said, uh, sometimes she would just like throw herself yeah. like, down a stairs or yeah. off a chair. Yeah, just, 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 yeah. yeah she would no bang reason. her head and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. It, it for, caught up with her after a while. Right. That's basically yeah, how she ended up dying, which is kind of crazy. All right. So we mentioned Fathering Gay. This is the, the song Fathering Gay that was on the Fairport Convention album in 1969. And this was, I guess, her first composition as a member of Fairport Convention. Fathering Gay. Yes. Uh, yes. So, uh, let, all right. Let's listen to it and then we'll talk about it a little. Fathering Gay. Often she has gazed from castle windows all And watched the daylight passing within her captive wall With no one to heed her call The evening hour is And it, I guess it's about fathering a castle where Mary, Queen of Scots, was in prison for 21 years by Queen Elizabeth I. Uh, I learned that by reading about it. So the the classical guitar intro, Rat, you're gonna think I'm nuts. Metallica has some early Metallica. They have songs. I'm thinking the guys in Metallica like heard this. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> That starts out just oh, yeah. almost like this. Yeah. There's, there's, so. there's another West Coast band that heard her music, and and they said, "We'll get to that song." Oh, okay. And you'll okay. be like, well, "Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah." Well, I heard a lot of influences going yeah, through this. Yeah. I'm hearing, "Wow, that sounds like yeah." But when so, you're like, "Oh, yeah." Yeah, and and you know, people say I'm nuts Metallica, but no, they were into all these British metal acts and stuff like that. So there's, yeah. you know, who's to say they didn't hear this too? 
But again, I ask you, Rat. You hear this? What do you think when you hear this? Like you, like when did you? When do you hear this? That you that this? I don't know because it's not. I don't. Know, I guess you listen to all different stuff though. I people don't know. By the way, Rat's in the middle. He's going to be moving soon, which is insane because this his whole uh, studio here is uh, like a record store, like a vintage record store. There's records everywhere, and he went when he went to help Tom. You passed by some place and you bought a whole bunch yeah, of records, more records right? yeah. Yeah, i'm going yeah. back i only went through like one quarter of that place in yeah. four over four hours i have to go back and stay overnight it goes for two days yeah you have to because you're, you're well, yeah, you, and you really need there. more vinyl to move. yes well i have a storage i already now. told rat whenever he's moving i'm not going to be available okay. i'm going to be busy yeah, sorry so he knows that uh, all right, so now we got another uh, Fairport convention. So Legion Leaf, these these albums, they sound so yeah. Renaissance Fair, yeah. you know. Well, look at look at the cover on this one. This is like <laughs> Legion and Leaf, and just the title of it. Uh, let's listen to the song "Come All Ye." Like I said, very Renaissance fair. Uh, come all you rolling minstrels, and <laughs> together we will try to rouse the spirit of the earth and move the rolling sky. So, Rat, I was thinking they're they're similar to a Jefferson Airplane, like a British yeah. a Jefferson Airplane, right? At that point, similar. there. But they, 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 but they, but they, but the difference is these guys did a lot of traditional cuts on this record too, like really good traditional cuts, like like they were like. I think they put them out as singles too. Traditional? What do you mean? When traditional, you say traditional music. When they say traditional, like uh, traditional songs that have been around in, in Britain and Ireland. Oh, okay, okay. They do so a lot of traditional. Like traditional yeah, what they call them traditional. Traditional. Okay, and I so see. that's you see a lot with the, with uh, with the Fairport Convention. They love doing that, and right. they, and and insanely, they did a lot of Dylan covers. <laughs> <What the? laughs> so, but it's fair to say you really yeah, they do a Nick, Nick Nick Drake cover though. You know they. Didn't want to, you know, show that their cards there for some reason. Right. But, but you started listening. You listened to Fairport Convention for her, for Sandy Denny mostly. Well, right? I no, I, I I tried to listen to the band, and then I was like, uh, you know, I had the, I had their records, and they just sat, you know, my, right. you know, I hear them once, and uh, and then you know, there's this girl on there. I'm like, eh, okay, she did one song. Oh, that's a good song. It's probably the best song. Then you don't think much of it. It's like, yeah, she wrote. And then, you know, then another album comes out, eh, there's that girl again. And, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, Jay gets insane. You know, then she starts putting out these 
master. He comes up with Sandy later on. We'll get to that. Right. Which has like like seven great songs or eight great songs on it, which we're only going to probably touch on three. And the other ones are all honorable mentions. You got. My, I have the list of honorable yeah, mentions. I will Dude, mention are, them. They, I will. We would have covered they, these. Them. All these songs should have been covered here, but we can't. We don't have we can't time. because I told them we can't do a three. Right. Yeah. Podcast. It would have been like a. You right. know. a fathering. So as we said, she formed a, a short-lived band, Fathering Gay. Right. Were, yeah. were any of the guys in Fairport Convention in Fathering Gay? Or yeah. Did she get, yeah. Oh, they were. Almost, yeah. Okay. It's, like, it's like it looked like she. She she took uh, pilfered, over. She pilfered. She pilfered the good No, she's like, okay, now you play for me, asshole. Oh, okay. And we'll call it Father yeah. Day. All right, so this is, uh, uh, as we said, a lot of songs about the sea. I don't have those records. Oh, for right. If, if that, anyone has. Well, I don't have those records because I'm getting them. You know, okay. but I don't of have. Of course you. Are. No, All I right. ordered them like two weeks ago. It right, take so a while to get here from England. More of her gorgeous singing and melodies. Let's listen to the sea. I know, like you were, uh, you were saying, you wonder if she really, it sounds so effortless when she sings. I wonder if it really was so effortless for her, because it really does just sound like she sings like it's like it's nothing there. Yeah, you know? maybe she just, she just it's effortless. You but know? It's, it's cool it's because it ends up being, like I said before, very understated, but she still has that where you're listening to every little thing she's singing. Right. Uh, but it's so, but she's never, she's hardly ever pushing it. And when once in a while when she does push it, it's like, wow. It's well, like, I mean, you know, she did some live footage of her playing the piano and she did that live BBC thing where she's playing the guitar. She did, did like a killer version of the, whatever the song, that song we played first, I think. And yeah, who knows where the time goes? Yeah, I mean, but she like smoked that one, you know, but on guitar, and she's, then she's ripped on piano. She's an amazing musician. Yeah, yeah she she's is. Like, she's just but like, uh, the whole deal. There's a you know record store day is coming up in April, you know, and uh, they're releasing a live her last show live, which she does a shitload. Of oh, songs. are they really? Oh, okay, oh that's nice. So it must have all that last album on it, and you know, it's like I was reading. Well, I was reading about that, like her last show. It's kind of a big deal. Like they're the releasing that on Record Store oh, Day. Cool. Oh, that's good. Usually, I think Record Store Day is stupid at this. point. No, actually, that's it's good. pretty decent this year. <laughs> all right, hey everyone, Rob here. You know, bringing that record got me high to you every week is a labor of love for me, but it also takes a lot of work and money with web hosting fees, software subscriptions, and especially purchasing the music that we feature. Luckily, I'm able to continue producing this show every week thanks to our fabulous patrons. Now, I know what you're thinking. Rob, why don't you just start getting sponsors like other podcasts? Well, mainly because I don't think anyone really needs to hear more ads for CBD oil and men's grooming accessories and whatnot. So for now, I'm sticking with Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show... 
head over to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH or just go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and search for That Record Got Me High podcast. For as little as $2 a month, you too can become a patron of the show. You'll get a personal thank you from yours truly. You'll get our bi-monthly newsletter. You'll get to participate in all of our awesome patron-curated episodes. And most importantly, you'll become part of the That Worker Got Me High family and help keep the show running. So do me a solid. Please consider becoming a patron today. So this is another Father and Gay song. Really interesting. Uh, John the Gun. There's several. Yeah, this one. This is like now. This is where there's a corner turned. Yeah, right. It's like yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I can I can rock harder than all you motherfuckers. Exactly. Yeah. This this is a really cool song. Yeah. Let's listen to John the Gun. Song. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll play more of it underneath. Now at the end, did you hear the vocal? That didn't that sound like Pink Floyd there a little bit? Oh right, right. Yeah, that was one of the things I was gonna mention that Which, I hear that. Yeah. Okay. Did right. you hear? There's a relationship between Pink. I don't admit. Well, because Nick Drake, for sure, there was a relationship. Yeah, and Nick Drake, Pink, Pink Joe Boyd is the is the is the, is, the, is in there. Somehow. He's the missing link. Well, he's not missing. He's definitely all over okay, that shit. The link. Um, yeah, but there's some sweet. I'll play like I said underneath. There's some great guitar and sax solos in the middle of this, and the song goes like I said. Her songwriting is really cool because it goes like in different. She'll throw in these bridges yeah. and it'll go in different places you wouldn't think uh, it would go. And she's probably writing these songs like piles of songs, and then she just glues them, to, like, sews them together, and then that's the song. Right. Know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. And uh, yeah, you know, like I was saying, someone troubled. Oh man, I was reading some things. I guess she ended up, she had a kid. Yeah, she had a kid. And it was really bad because they said she would go vacillate between being real overprotective of the kid and everything till she would she would leave the baby in like bars sometimes. Yeah, she, yeah she'd leave the kid behind. <laughs> so yeah, she definitely had some issues there. Um, all right, so then she did a solo. So the North Star, Grassman, and the Ravens, which how how, how Renaissance fit is that? Yeah, sound? I know. What the hell? What the fuck? North Star, Grassman. But that's her solo. So that was, that's her first solo, solo album, record, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, it's this one right here. Yeah. Yep. And let's listen to the song Late November. 
are you, are you familiar with the British band Florence and the Machine? Uh, no. Okay. That's well, music. This, no. All right. Well, Florence and the Machine, they're really big yeah. British band, but the singer, Florence Wells, she has to be a fan of Denny, because if you listen to her, she sounds just it's like, like her. her. Sure, this yeah. sounds like her singing. So, uh, great. So, I got to think she was influenced by her. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm sure a lot. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So, yeah, uh, the wine, it was drunk. The ship, it was sunk. The shot, it was dead. All the sorrows were drowned. So, yeah, man, this is, she writes a lot. Like so, yeah, so, Joe Boyd was a producer of these records, of the, of the Fathering A records. Because oh, okay, okay. He left halfway through the second one. So, you know, that. He was there. That's why you're hearing a lot of this, the same, the, the 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 Pink Floyd, Nick Drake type of goofy, you know, right. tweaks in there. You're hearing that because he was there uh, most of that. So uh, okay. I, I was just I was bringing that up because I, I was I, I checked that out and he was there up until the halfway through this, uh, the the second. Uh, number two. Yeah, and maybe got tired of her throwing herself downstairs. Well, and shit maybe and who knows? You know, who knows what happened? You know. <laughs> Um, all right, so also from that record, we have a C again, another C reference, man. She's like yeah. obsessed with the C. This is yeah, called. I mean, I mean, you are in the, in the British Isles there. That's There's a true. lot of water. This so. <laughs> is called the Sea Captain. You're all fishermen, you know. There she says the the sea captain he loved the ocean but his ship was on fire his hands they did stretch out before him for to take one of many desires but there was no time so she's like kind of like this wandering spirit right uh with like she wants to escape from something usually people that drink a lot that's yeah, what they yeah, do they're right, trying to escape yeah, right escape, yeah 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 so any kind other, of a tragic yeah, kind of a tragic figure, but it's amazing because she's got. She was so talented. She had such a beautiful voice, but uh, I'm but sure. But then she, again, right after that song, she covers Bob Dylan again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the? F-? She covers down in the, down in the flood, down in the flood. So we're talking about a lot more water. Throw her, throw, throw her the you know, throw her the life preserver. If you really listen, so there's a band that whole style of a group that whole their whole style is based, I think, off this one song, and that's the Red House Painters. 
Oh, okay. Red yeah, Alice now it hits for you, sure. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, their whole, their I, their I learned whole about sound. A band I learned about from you, yeah. the Red House Painters. All right. But this song here, it, Red House Painters. Yep, that's good. This right, totally. Little, I don't care what anybody says. This influences. Well, you you never care what anybody. We're gonna play one more from North Star Grassman and Ravendo next time around because it was purportedly about uh, Jackson C. Frank, which was her boyfriend. Right. Uh, which is the first track on the second song. And it's, and it's starting with the orchestral stuff because yeah. she adds some orchestral stuff, which right. is pretty cool. It's yeah. cool. So let's just do next time around. with the orchestra with that but she she could stand up to an orchestra yeah, right and her voice like the, the, the key changes is ridiculous yeah in the verse like what the like three of them right in the verse okay well you know one other band i was gonna ask you which i know you you hate radiohead i'm thinking oh. tom york from radiohead go take a a shower again. but i'm thinking he's but i'm thinking he was a fan of her oh for because sure. she does right because i hear her no, chord changes Drake, and the way I mean, she does he, that. He, yeah yeah, yeah man scott walker he was like he, he Exactly. He wears all those on his sleeve. Man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. He, 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 okay. no so you have to like him a little for that, though, right? right. No. no, you don't. Okay. <laughs> Just let me hear the originals. Just go. <laughs> Just go to the source. Yeah. Fuck the, uh, the people. All right, so this next one, this is on her solo, uh, Sandy. Benny's I did, ha- solo. I did have the enjoyment of seeing him getting his ass kicked by the bats, though, in the cameo. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> good I was, fine. I was smiling. Good. Uh, the great Richard Thompson, as we mentioned, on electric and acoustic guitars on this one. Yeah. Uh, more C metaphors here. Let's listen to. What are we talking to now? What? It'll take a long. This is on the Sandy Denny. Oh, okay. It'll this take is a long oh, this time. Is the album right here. Yep, yep. It'll take a long time.
get to sea again. Oh, it's like a storm at sea and everything is lost. And the fretful sailors calling out their woes as to the waves they're tossed. So, yeah, man, she had some, she had some issues. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if it was issues, but I mean, she would, maybe she would come from a fishing family. Who knows? And she was, right, she was on right, boats right. a lot. Who knows? I mean, a lot of people are related to boating and fishing in, in, those, in, those, in those aisles. So, Rat, let me ask you. Do you put these, like at night, do you put these records on and just uh, drink a little Jameson stuff and just sit there and, and like, weep when you listen to these? No, I don't <laughs> weep. You don't? I'll probably go to sleep after <laughs> after the Dylan the Dylan covers come. There's a Dylan cover on this one too, I think. There is. Yeah, there okay. is. Oh God. You yeah, tomorrow is a long time. You don't necessarily have anything against Dylan. No, you I like have all Dylan, his right? records, but I, I I like the bad singing. <laughs> right, yeah, Leave, you do. You know, hey, I can sing this I would make this song better, I'll sing it. I can actually sing this song. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was wise, you know. So Alright, so you were talking about her piano playing. So at the end of the song, at the end of the day, which is on uh, like an old fashioned waltz, uh, she plays piano on this one. And this, to me, it has, you know what I was thinking of? Uh, Carol King. It has yeah, kind of a Carol King. Yeah, yeah, we're at the end of the day. I'm sorry, Brad. We're, we're, you know, we're moving along. Um, uh, <laughs> I thought we were still on the other album. No, but do you, think, uh, at the, do you think she has like kind of a Carol King vibe a little? Um, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, and there's more. Uh, there's a vibe there because I'm sure she listened to a lot of American music, obviously. Right, right. And there's some more strings. She's listened to a guy from Minneapolis, so. Yeah, and some more strings on this one, too, yeah. and uh, some real pretty guitars yeah. from Jerry Donahue at the end of the day. Someone should, why don't more people uh, uh, cover her song? Like, do people cover her songs? Because I don't, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Why don't you I have don't, one of your... It's probably, well, I mean, you know, 10,000 10, Maniacs One of your ingenue, it. yeah, they did that one song. I, but did, like, I did sound when they were, when they were down This here, song but. right here at the end of the day, that would be a good for like one of your ingenue singers to have them sing, I think. I think it would be good. This one here? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> we have one right here in the studio right yeah, now. We got it. <laughs> What's your name? I'm sorry. What's your name again? I, I forgot how to pronounce it. Talia. Talia. Yeah. Thalia, yeah, okay, so maybe Thalia. Maybe we could, when we're done here, we'll have uh, Thalia uh, record yeah. at the end of the day. Um, just an idea. We don't have to do it. All right, all our days. This is like an epic. All right, so Rendezvous is so was Rendezvous her last solo record, rat? Yes, Rendezvous. Yes. It's it's a really good record, right? Yes, it's good. So she was evolving. It's it's kind of sad. Like she died, uh, you know, young in her early thirties. Well, right before she did that one. Uh, she actually did went back to Fearboard Convention. And, oh, did and, she? Yeah, okay. and she did okay. a uh, she did five songs 
on a, uh, called Rising of the Moon. Oh, what, uh, that's the record you found in the record store for like 25 cents, Yeah, 25 right? cents. Look, it's like five <laughs> tunes around here. I didn't, I, wait, let me, I didn't even check if there's a Dylan cover on here. I don't think there is. <laughs> I'm or, sure there is. No, sure I don't, there, there might not be. All right, but this song, All Our Days, it's almost eight minutes long, and, it, and it's like an epic, but it's really good because it's got all these different movements, and it's got a very haunted, very haunting quality to it, right? Right. Uh, let's listen to All Our Days. really nice right you know rat you're gonna all right tell me if you think i'm crazy you know what this reminds me of a little and stylistically she's totally different but nico we did the marble index yeah. by nico right? i'm sure she, i'm sure she got influenced by nico yeah 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 because you hear yeah. that even though you know obviously totally different singers and everything yeah. but yeah i, I hear that well uh, she, she has i mean there's a there was a song that she did uh on your list that i gave you I, i'm looking for this on list i gave you but there, she, did a, she did a she did a soundtrack. No, that's your version of my list. I no, that's your honorable mention list. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. There's a there's a okay. So, there it is. There so it is. Mean to me. Man of Iron, a song that she did on Passive Arms in 1972. There was a, a song she did called Man of Iron. It's actually one on one of the albums too. Okay. But that is a we're talking like. Scott Walker stuff going down on that one. Oh, like, it's okay. really creepy. It's oh, like, right, yeah. Right. It's yeah, really yeah, well, this, this, like I said, and there was haunting. Another well, one. I say haunting, but you say creepy. Yeah, but yeah that's I mean, right. it was really haunting. But there was another song. You skipped a couple that you should have played, but I, I one did. was a major influence of a major artist, and you didn't play it. So. Which one? You, I don't know. I think, you have to play it. Is it uh, Take have, Me Away? It's Because Take Me Away is the, no, the one No, you have to left. play it. You have to play it. Well, tell me the song title, and I'll play it. my notes. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, well, I can't help that you can't remember things. Well, right? That's I, not I, my I, job I, I, to I, I, help I, you remember I have a list. All right? I'll figure it out. I got my own uh, early Alzheimer's to worry about. I can't, I can't police wait, yours. I, I, wait, I'll, I'll tell you one second. Go ahead. We could. Uh, I'll, I'll edit all this stuff out. All right. So this is the the final song that you gave me to sing is off Rendezvous. Take me away. Yeah. And probably this is probably the most uh, contemporary sounding yeah, song of right. all the songs you gave and, me. Yeah. It's probably like, one of the last ones she. You know. I feel like this could have been a hit for like Carly Simon or yeah Linda Ronstadt or for something. For sure. It could, right. It could have been a hit. Either, it could have yeah. been for sure. All right. Let's listen to a little bit of Take Me Away. Such sweet Troublesome t- 
So this one definitely kind of shows her range because it sounds yeah, well, different I, I, than her this, other uh, one. She, she definitely was influenced. I, I wish she would have did those, these covers. Aretha Franklin. I mean, that's definitely coming out of the late sixties. Aretha Franklin. Oh, I mean, okay, right. With the with the with that Georgia sounding guitar. Right. And then, oh yeah. And, and you guys. And who's playing piano on this one? Steve Winwood. Yeah. Steve Winwood's playing piano on this. And there's, uh, I think, I wonder if this is the the thing that's coming out record store day because there's a live version out there from her her last con- her final concert yeah. in 19 November 77. So that's probably it, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the final verse seems very prophetic for her because this is 1977. She died in 78. There will be rain clouds for harvest to grow. We'll find the rain clouds and the rivers will flow. Leave what is past. Search for the future. Leave this black dream for it's high time to go. Uh, leave this black dream. Yeah, so some people are just like kind of, uh, they're just she was like, a, they she have was this black cloud over them. She was constantly trying to trick herself to death. I mean, that yeah, was it. right, right. You know, she finally, she got it. She got there. Yeah. Some of you know, for a while, we were saying that about you for a while, Rap, but I think you, <laughs> you turned a corner. <laughs> All right, so here, let me just tell you uh, so Rat doesn't get mad at me. Uh, if you want to dig more into Sandy Denny, uh, Rat also recommends uh, Fathering Gay, listening to Nothing More, Lady Sandia, The Pond and the Stream, uh, and also uh, The North Star, Grassman and the Ravens, the title track, and also Crazy Lady Blues, as I said. Uh, Sandy Denny on her record, Sweet Rosemary, The Quiet Joys of Brotherhood, Listen, Listen, The Lady, it suits me well. I can't believe you love all this stuff, Rat. But you, you just—it's just good stuff. See, Rat, I—I I will give you this. You always—you have good taste. You do have good taste. So you like good stuff, right? If yeah. it's good, no matter what it is, you don't give a shit about genres, right? No. If it's good, it's good. If it good. sucks, right. you think a lot of things suck. Though. Probably only like two percent of music is good. The rest <laughs> <Right>. suck. <laughs> all right, and uh, from like an old-fashioned waltz, also no end. And from Rendezvous, I'm a dreamer. Rendezvous, that whole, like I said, that whole album is really good. I was listening to it, and uh, yeah, yeah. So it's great. So if you guys were like me and didn't know about Sandy Denny, now you know about Sandy Denny, thanks to uh, thanks to. And there is an anthology out there, a CD that has a lot of her stuff. I think it's a dual double CD. Okay, so it's good. I would recommend get that. Yes. you know, and it's also on YouTube that that CD. Oh, okay. So no, like, but buy it. Like, yeah. No, it's like twenty. Although I don't know, I wonder if maybe her kid gets uh, money from it. Or I'm something. just saying, you know, <laughs> you can sit tonight and listen to the, the, the right. CD. Uh, I've been listening to it all week, and it's great. It has yeah. a lot of these cuts we've been covering too it's on great. it. But so, so Matt, Rat, I, I know you're not about a promotion or anything, but anything you want to promote, I know. If you want to know anything about Rat, uh, Squelchers.net, right? If, you, if they go to, is that it? Yeah, Squelchers.net. Dot com. I think it's yeah. It's right, both. Yeah. More than you want to know about rat, you'll find right. there. Also, the ratopera.com. If you want to go to the ratopera.com and listen to songs of, right. about rat, uh, you could check that out. <laughs> so about self promotion. Yeah. That, well, I could do self. I'm allowed to do it. It's my podcast. All right. Don't forget on Instagram and Facebook. It's at that record got me high. Also, that Facebook group got me high is a lot of fun. Rat, you, are you a member of that Facebook group got me high? I think you are, right? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. you are. I get all the on Twitter. It's at your. I get all the photo podcast. changes. That's just Twitter is mainly people just arguing with each other, so I would avoid that. Oh, good. Uh, you can email me at trgmh33 at gmail.com. And most importantly, people, if you want to become a patron of the show, go to patreon.com forward slash trgmh and become a patron. Uh, or don't, whatever. I appreciate you listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, share it with your friends. Rat, it's great. Thank you, uh, Rat. Besides doing episodes here with him, we'll be doing a new place pretty soon, hopefully. Yeah, the, what new place? You don't. You're going to be homeless. Yeah, and, but at least for uh, a couple months, will, maybe. Eventually, you'll have a new place. Yeah, good. Eventually. All right, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. All right, 
Thanks again, Rat. Thanks, everyone, uh, for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Rob Melville, we're out of here soon. Yeah, that was a good one, man. We had the material. See, you just do one album. We don't talk about rivers will fall. Oh, yeah. It would have sucked. Leave what is time. Just take the whole span.